91.5 WBIM. This is Monday at 9 o'clock, so that means you are listening to a show called My Past, Present, and Future Life, the show where me, alongside Mike Souza, answer some very important life questions. How you doing today, Mike? Very good. And as an added bonus today, we have a couple of guests and the first of those guests will be a friend who's been a friend of mine for a long time. He's been a friend of mine since about eighth grade. He is simultaneously the most loyal and cynical person you will ever meet. Rob Rakowski. Rob, how you feeling? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on today. No, no problem, no problem. And the jolliest member of our panel today, Danielle. How you feeling, Danielle? The fun there. I'm yeah, feeling good. You're doing all right? <laughs> yep. You excited to be on the show? Yeah. So, you're the one who introduces the topic every week, so we discussed friendship last week. What are we going to be doing this week? Today, we are talking about love. Which is a great topic. Yep. It's timely, and as we do with every show, we're going to be doing a sort of quote roundup of what famous people and important people are saying about love. Now, Rob, pick a quote. Well, a loving heart is the beginning of all knowledge. See, I loved this quote, because I completely disagree. <laughs> completely. But go ahead with you, Rob. What do you think about it? Well, a loving heart is, it can lead you into the wrong direction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, not the root of all knowledge in the least. It's much like having a drug addiction. You never know where it's going to lead you, but it's usually downward. And that when you're in love with somebody, generally, you become stupider. It's generally, it you lose brain cells when well, you fall in love. Stupider but happier. Yeah, exactly. First of all, we have to define knowledge. What knowledge are they talking about? I mean, I don't... I don't think love is going to make you figure out how to do your multiplication. They could be talking about knowledge of life in general. So you think... Not, not intellectual knowledge. Oh, here we knowledge. go. They, they could be just talking about, like, knowledge that you get as you pass through life and knowledge that you need to go through life that doesn't pertain to someone who is in school or learning something in particular. So you're talking about human knowledge, like... Yes. Okay, yeah. No, I, I never even thought of it that way, and I'm totally glad that you brought it up, Danielle. So, yeah, no, I, I, I sort of agree with it, but on the on the large scale, though, I think it's pretty much, at least the guys at the panel over here, completely disagree. Can I, am yeah. I in accord with that? Yeah, I don't yeah, agree with that. Definitely. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Danielle, you're on the outs. Sorry. We will be doing some stories, our biggest romantic successes and failures. Rob has a story. He oh, is very. Do I being, have a story. He's being very brave. Well, my story actually happens over a course of 24 hours, so it shouldn't be too long. So I basically asked the girl out to the prom. I asked <laughs> her out, and she said yes, right? And I'm like excited. Maybe give or take 24 hours later, that yes quickly turns into a no. I actually asked her right before the class ends the next day, and I said, "You sure you said yes, right?" And she goes, oh, yes. I said, yes. I'm like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. A few hours later, I'm flattered and all, but, oh, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Now, how <laughs> did she do this? Did this happen over the phone? No, this actually happened in person. Ah, oh. that's, yeah, that's, that's so much worse. We had met after, after school. We met at a library to discuss a class project we were doing. And that's kind of where it went down. A very interesting story, but that's actually it. But 24 hours, I mean, she saved me a lot of money because you're supposed to pay double after this day. That was actually the end line yeah. for paying. So your wallet was relieved and you were not, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what can you do, you know? I was pretty shy back in high school. So when prom came around, I really didn't have anybody to go with. So what ended up happening is my friend was going with his girlfriend, and her girlfriend said that she knew somebody that wanted to go to prom and that liked me or whatever 
So obviously that got me excited, and I ended up asking her, and she said yes. So that was awesome. Yeah. So we ended up going, and the limo was great. Getting there was great. It was great for the pictures and everything. Soon as everybody starts dancing, I realized after about the fourth time in a row that she danced with another guy, <laughs> that she only came to prom to be with this other guy and basically used me to get a ticket. Oh, so that was my God. Prom. That was basically my entire prom night. What a horrible was, person. Yeah, I think I got maybe two dances out of her because she realized what she had done. And That's terrible. And yeah. So how did your friend's girlfriend feel? She apologized to me like 10 different times. I think she still mentioned it to this day. I haven't talked to her in a while now. Yeah, that's got to be one of the yeah. like most... Yeah. Ugh, some people, man. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Ditched at the prom is always Yeah, weird. it was still a fun time with the limo ride and being with your friends and all that. But... Not one of my best memories. What was really bad is I paid for her ticket. I forgot about that part. <laughs> I paid for her ticket and her Lamar ride, I think. <laughs> Speaking of failures, I have a really gut-wrenching story. I was out at a local restaurant, and there was a DJ playing at said place. And, you know, people were sort of mingling and dancing around, as you do, okay, at these places. And this beautiful girl, I swear to God, she was beautiful. And she walked over to me and she said, Hello. Because that's how most interactions start. That's yeah. The jury all begins. And a greeting. Yeah, she she said that, and we kind of started talking. She's like, "Oh, where do you go to school?" I told her I went here, and you know, conversations were going pretty good. It was small talk, but let's be honest. Even I get a little bit bored with small talk after a while. So I'm just like, "All right, all right, all right." So I'm just waiting for like a, an interesting opening to this conversation, mm. and I get kind of excited because eventually it happens. She goes, "Do you have a song request?" and I thought I was being kind of funny and creative. Like, I thought I'd give her sort of an unexpected humorous answer. And I go, actually, I don't even like this music. I just listen to it when I come here. And she kind of stops and <laughs> and she makes this, like, it's this face. She sort of crinkles it. And, and it's adorable and bad on so many levels. And she just sort of stops and she goes, dude, my cousin's the DJ. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> oh. and, and I tried to sort of like weasel my way out of it. Like, oh, really? I DJ two days a week at the college radio station. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. and, by, and by the time I even like before I even tried to finish this ploy, yeah, like the she's, damage was done. she's already like fully walked away. Like I hadn't even finished my sentence yet. Like it was not, it was still. Le <laughs> and it, and Good job, Chris. And in my position, it's not like I could even run after them. It's like, wait, I can't even do that. It, <laughs> It well, was, you know you could roll after them. It was over at this... I mean, that's... I was just silently crying to myself for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I saw her like a week later and she didn't even look at me. Oh, that's the worst. Oh. That's the worst. So that's one of the biggest, at least recent, romantic failures that I'm willing to delve into. We are ready to head to my favorite section of... These shows that we do, the general discussion. Yeah, definitely my favorite section too. of the plot here. How important is physical attractiveness in finding and maintaining love? How important is it to you and the other person? That's a tough I don't know. Question. I have to say, I think you have to have somewhat of a friendship first before you immediately delve into a relationship or to last. Yes, physical attractiveness, I think, keeps the relationship alive. But you still have to have that friendship or you're not going to have the relationship at all. So, yeah. yes, it does help. 
but it's not everything. I think it could come hand in hand. I think once you love someone, you automatically kind of love their attractiveness, like and love what they look like. You just sort of forget about their imperfections. Yeah, like in a way. you like, just forget about their imperfections because you're in love with everything about them and their looks just become part of what you love. Sometimes I think you do see the attractiveness first and then you fall in love. That's where it gets difficult. Which, for that's a lot where of it people. gets difficult. Yeah, that's where things can get bad in some cases. I think it does play a part, but it plays a part in different ways sometimes. I agree, but I mean, without physical attractiveness to now, where are we as a human race? I mean, seriously. Yeah, um, it's biological. Yeah. Uh, you know. yeah, I think you almost need physical attractiveness. I don't understand okay. why you wouldn't. Now, either. Rob, let me ask you this. So are you saying that people who don't look good are destined to have well, no luck? Good looks are also very sub- uh, objective. Yeah. It really depends it's on the subjective, person. subjective, yeah. sorry. It depends on the person. So, Beautiful, I mean, you, beauty could, could be completely different in my eyes and in your eyes. Right. So. I have beholder, I guess they call yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like they were saying, it can come later, I think, at times. Sometimes you start off with friends and you become yeah. attracted to one another. A relationship can't last without it. Yeah, I, I don't that. think so either. Right. I think, yeah. 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 Here's a good question I thought, because I wrote it. Are, <laughs> are the titles that coincide with love really necessary? Do we need to call someone a girlfriend or a wife or a boyfriend or a husband? And is it possible for true love to exist without these labels? For example, like, do you really need to get married for it to be official? I don't think so. It's nice and a lot of people like the idea of getting married and having that family and having that title. But if you have true love, that's what matters. The title doesn't really mean much. It's the person that holds the meaning. Do I think that these things are necessary? I would say no, because my dream, honestly, would be to be with a girlfriend or or just a girl for like 20 years and never get married. To me, that's what true love is, that you don't have to do that. To be able to do that and not have to go through all the bells and the whistles just to prove to people that you're in love. To me, you, you don't have to do that. Rob, well, are you, you asleep? Know, I'm going to disagree with you again. I think marriage is really important. I, I mean, in our culture, anyway. It's just a word. No, it's not. It's a, it's a commitment. It's I something agree with you, Rob. Yeah. I think it's something that you agree that this is going to be forever. Yeah, it shows commitment. It really does. Saying even the girlfriend boyfriend thing, it says it says I am committed to you. You are my boyfriend. You are my girlfriend, and. There's no one else. <sighs> it's just linguistics, people. You can feel no. it. You don't it's have to more say than it. Linguistics. I, it's linguistics. I a understand thing. there being a label. Okay, but see, you can yes. show it. Listen, Danielle listen. agrees with me. Wait, listen. hang on. I understand there being a label, but there. I've seen a lot of people who have been married, and they hold that marriage label, but it really, truly means nothing because they don't want to be with each other. Okay, but then that has something to do with that's wrong with the people, not yeah. with the title. That's that has nothing to do with, with the, the title. But I then think what does the title hold at that point? It's worthless. It's Danielle, not, I couldn't agree more. The title more. has to do with the couple. The couple decides that marriage is important, then it's important. If they decide it's just something they want to have, then it's something because they want to have. Because if you don't have that title, then that makes it okay for somebody to do something like go out and cheat. Because technically you didn't cheat because there's no label that says you're with that person. A label puts you together in a relationship with that person 
But you don't need a label you if don't you both need have it. that feeling it's and you both know label, that is though. true. If you don't it's say Danielle. if you don't say yes. you're my girlfriend, then what am I? Where how do I know where I stand? How do I know if we're just friends? Because you should feel it. You if it's true love, you should know. But how am I to know that this is not how you act with all your friends? Because Mike you have to have faith in another person. That's what love is. Love is trust. One word. Okay, if marriage is just a word, then why are all these gay people fighting yeah. for this right okay. to, for marriage, right? Marriage is not because just a word. Because we have no. that title. They're fighting no. because we did. If no. we didn't have the title, it would be fine. That's wrong. They're fighting for their right to label themselves as being in a committed relationship. Oh my god, I'm getting well, fired up over people this. People who don't people, like labels are afraid of commitment. The, that's what the whole my, marriage that's title also carries a lot of law implications to it. And I think that's partially why they're fighting for it because they want to have the benefits that can come from marriage as well. Boom. So it's not oh. only that don't it's a boom. title of love, but it's also a title of importance in legal standings as well, which gives them benefits no. both ways no concur no, no. if they, if they were just going for legal then they're settled for civil unions which some states have they're fighting for marriage for the principle I, I think we need i think we need to wrangle <laughs> yeah. it just yeah we should move on we're gonna yeah um we're not gonna win this one right right we are back with our yahoo answers segment we have a one from somebody who her the username is nunca p i guess because it's a exclamation point nunca p exclamation point <laughs> yeah so i've had this major huge crush on this boy that works at the movie theater for a few months now and every time i see him like tonight i just drool and let my opportunity pass me i hate that i'm such a coward because he's so fine i know he must have a girl already Anyone ever felt this way? Well, first of all, I say stop drooling. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's, big that's the first step. Drooling <laughs> is that, bad. That makes you, Unless for some reason you can't control it, you know. But uh, the the whole drooling thing makes you makes you seem uh, a little bit <sighs> weird. Yeah, a little bit strange and a little bit like okay, I'm gonna back away from that person now. And if you stare at them too long, that makes them a little turned off too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we. I think we've all felt that way, where you just you like somebody, but you don't ever say anything. I don't say anything, and yeah, you do get that feeling like you're a coward. But I mean, we've kind of talked about this. Things you can do to beat that is to just Mike. I think it was who said just go up and talk. Yeah, I say it, but I'm kind of a hypocrite. Like yes, before, you don't practice what you preach. Oh, we're all before hypocrite. my yes, we, my latest long term relationship, um, I definitely remember like. Seeing a girl that I thought was good looking and automatically assuming, well, she must have a boyfriend, so I'm not going to go up and talk to her. Yeah. So I, I definitely thought that before. It, it's hard, and I think everyone does that, though. Yeah. Nanka, don't feel bad about it. Just go up and talk to him and act normal. Don't yeah, drool Yeah, don't drool. Stare. The drooling is an issue that, that needs to be dealt with separately. Maybe ask another yeah. question. <laughs> take, a, take a chance, as I've said. You can't go wrong. Take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? You have a bad day. Look at Rob's here, and he's doing a wonderful job. That happened to him. He's good now. Yeah, some will say I'm doing mm -hmm. wonderful anyway. I'm not in an institution, so I must be doing something right. Cricket. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we usually tend to not do this. We're going to move right into shout-outs because we're getting towards right. that time. Now, this is the Valentine's Day segment of the shout-outs. So is there anyone you love 
I mean, just all friends and family, basically. All friends and family. What a blanket that is. Yeah. Oh, got to give a shout-out to this kid that just texted yeah, me. Yeah, Brian Bjorklund. Brian Bjorklund, better known as Coach Wheels. Just to be clear, not in love. Yeah, so definitely shout-out to Wheels just texted me. Rob, you had a very specific shout-out that you were asked. Oh, my mom wanted me to give her a shout-out. It's my first radio show, and she's listening. So when you're out there, a shout-out to you. And also my friend Andrew, who knows why I'm giving him a shout-out, and oh. I don't have to go past that. <laughs> yeah. But he was, he's going to love this one when he hears it. Yeah, he did. Yep, he's going to love it. Yeah, he he's probably listening too, actually. Wow, thanks, Andrew, if you are listening. Love so that you, you are. Do you have any shout-outs, Chris? You know, I, I, I'm in this point where I'm not, I'm not specifically looking for anybody, so the people that I'm giving shout-outs to aren't people that I'm in love with, but they're people that, you know, have made my life easier. First of all, I do love the listeners, everybody that's listening and tuning the show. O'Neill, who's texted me a bunch of times, showing that he's participating into the show. We love mm -hmm. that you're getting involved, and it's a it's a wonderful thing. Um, my parents who listen to the podcast version of the show, my friend Emily who has been listening to the uncut versions of the show, and of course Wheels. A secondary shout out to Wheels because um, we do miss him and he hasn't been on this campus yeah. for a get long time. Get back in school, man. Get back At least in on school. Campus. Get get here to visit somehow, some way. Just do it. Well, Here's I would avoid the school if I were you. Listen, it's the only way. <laughs> so. Nobody in specific, but I mean, there are people and girls that I've met on this campus that have certainly made my life a lot easier, and I think most of them know who they are. I did. I can't say more than that. But yeah, I, I love the people that are getting involved in the show. This is a great show, Chris. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome, and I, I would love to have both of you back. I think Rob will be playing a, a bigger role in this show further down the road. Oh, will I? That's the news to me, but I will be welcome back, and I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, so, I mean... Still alive. Awesome. And, uh, for the record, I'm not in love with Andrew. He's just a friend of mine. So. No, we all knew that. We discussed <laughs> the distinction between loving and love. Yeah. And, uh, I just wanted to make that clear. No, but Andrew, you know, we do love that you listen. Yeah, he's uh, listening, by the way. Thanks, Andrew. He just texted me. I'd like to ask you guys a central question. What have you guys learned about love? Anything over the course of our chat? That men have a different opinion from women. You didn't know that before? Yeah, that's yeah. common Cop knowledge. Out. Even I knew that. Common knowledge. Rob. It takes many forms. I think Love we need women. more women in this conversation. We only have four mics. Oh, it would have been great to have more women, but I mean... It always would be. The one thing I've it. learned from this, just, even just from being in this room, and I think even just from telling, um, from us telling each other stories, is just um, to kind of live the way you want Make sure you you have what you want, and don't just settle for. Yeah, don't settle. You know, don't settle for what good... you for what you think is right. Love can always come in the most unexpected. Yeah, place. take chances. I'm always, I'm a huge person for taking chances. So, do that. Take one. Uh, take a day and uh, make it be either a good day or a bad day. What's the worst that can happen? Seize the day, as they say. Carpe diem. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, I'm not a huge seize the day guy, but yeah, I agree. And and once again, Rob, you do bring up. As you did last week when you weren't even here, you do bring up a real central theme to the show, which was actions speak louder than words. And we are saying that if you do love somebody, show it. Show it. Show and it tomorrow, but not in a weird way. Yeah. It's complicated. It takes many forms, takes hard work, but it's very possible and it's very rewarding when you have it. That concludes our discussion of love. And I, we do have to go because it is unraveling quickly.
You should listen next week. We are glad that you listened to the present. We hope to see you in the future. We are My Past, Present, and Future Life.